1: Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us.
0: What would you like the power to do? Mobile
1: banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America NA, member FDIC. How, how, how does I remember this? Oh, I remember this. <laughs> I remember that goal. I remember that goal. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I remember that goal. Yeah. I, like, so I remember that goal. Yeah, yeah, yeah. This is gross. Oh.
0: What's going on, everybody? This is the Talk Tactics Podcast. I am Daniel Talook. It's the kid. 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 Double H. Have hope. Carl isn't here. I believe he's at his brother's birthday party, so happy birthday happy to
1: birthday, Carl's
0: to... brother. Happy New Year to everybody. Um, happy 2017. 2017. Uh, we had a conversation off air that I don't really believe in uh, New Year's resolutions, but hopefully if you do believe in New Year's resolutions, you know, yours works.
1: That's because you're being an an old grumpy old man. You're older than me. Look, I'm not. I'm I'm older than you biologically, but psychologically, I'm younger than you. <laughs> Is that possible? No, 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 Like psychologically, I'm like I'm 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 12 years old psychologically. So,
0: so if you believe in New Year's resolutions, you're saying that 12 year olds believe in New Year's resolutions. Yes, 12 year olds also believe in Santa Claus. Am I not mistaken? No, no, no. 12
1: year old people psychologically, not biologically. So, what what are New Year's resolutions though?
0: Are they like uh?
1: No, it's, it's you know, basically it weight.
0: What, is it like I'm gonna be nicer? I'm gonna be no,
1: no, yeah. Basically, it's like I'm gonna go to church you, every week. Like, yeah, like like a new year's resolution could be like, okay, I'm gonna lose weight. I'm gonna lose like twenty pounds next year. I'm gonna be like a much more gaining, a lot more nicer. I'm gonna. Why don't you just do that when you realize that like it takes January first? Same thing of like, okay, why do we have weekends? Why do we do things on a Sunday? Why do we do things at the evening? Because because it's a new year. It's a psychological thing. Oh, it's a new fresh thing. A new start of the whole thing. It's not it's like mathematical. If you were an asshole in
0: twenty sixteen, the calendar changing is it gonna make you a nice person? Like
1: it's might. We are on a <laughs> psychological tip. Because oh my gosh, it's a new year, new year, new oh, me. Man. Let's let's just do something new because it's new. It's, it's a different thing. Let's let's start afresh. It's psychological, man. I Don't feel like your you
0: birthday know. should be that kind of moment of change. Like nah,
1: if- birth, birth is are overrated, man.
0: Like like, if you're 29 and then you turn 30, it's like, okay, I gotta tighten up now, you know? Or if you're if you turn 50, then it's like, I need to get my stuff in order because you know, uh, you how the hell are you
1: like, <laughs> cleaning your stuff in order at, at at 50? My god, man, that <laughs> if you've not gotten your stuff in order by no, 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 I mean, like, get your affairs in order, like doing a will
0: and like life insurance and all that kind of stuff, isn't that for like when you turn 50 or do you need to do
1: that? Nah, stuff? No, no, man, that's like 60, man. like 50 you don't do a will by a 50 no that's 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 60 man come on stuff could happen to you anyway
0: (laughs) you know i haven't we haven't talked in a while so now we're just gonna start rambling let's get to the football
1: your first story you have Klopp. yeah basically Klopp and title credentials because basically what happened is i put out a vid after liverpool beats man city and after months of saying they, they're not going to win the title, they're not title challengers. I still don't think they'll win the title, but I said after that City win, I have I have to admit that unless I'm being stupid, I've got to admit that these guys are at the very least title contenders. Mm. And people were like, "Oh no, how can you put them as title contenders?" Or oh, "Are you just changing your tune all because the big cities are like, wait a minute, into the new year?" Well, as as of us speaking right now, they're now five points behind Chelsea, who have a game in hand. In the new year, if you're five points behind, we well, don't know what's going to happen with Chelsea. I'm sorry. That is a team who are in the title hunt. I'm sorry. They are. And it's the way in which Liverpool have been playing. is like they've been winning all different kinds of games. They've been scoring. And everyone thought that, oh, when Coutinho goes down, they're going to not do well. That dude, Mane, that African boy called Mane, that guy's a player, man.
0: Mm.
1: That dude is a player. And I... When he when he goes to Gabon, I don't know how they're going to replace him because what he does is very very special. Mm. Can't they just play Sturridge more? Money gives them something completely different that no yeah, one else. Yeah,
0: yeah, I know, but like Klopp is going to have to change his um his philosophy a little bit for like a month or. Well, see how, how long are Senegal going to last in the Nations Cup? Not too <laughs>
1: long, I wouldn't think. I mean, I mean, I depending see them on give their group, but their But obviously, like. Probably by the quarters, I'll probably go out in the quarters. I I I say.
0: So it might not probably. be like
1: They're out of their their group. So The
0: full month and a half, or however long it's going to be this year. Um, but yeah, yeah I mean, I, Ma- I like- mean, Money is obviously a miss because you know his his dynamism. I knew at Southampton like about his technical ability, but I didn't know it was like this good. Because I, it I was good at Southampton man. Yeah, it yeah, because I because
1: it wasn't good.
0: Yeah, everybody knew, like, he's fast. Like, if you know anything about him, he's fast. But to be that fast and have the control and the footballing brain to go with it, it, it makes you a special player. And then you give him to Klopp, who utilizes people's physical ability in a way that a lot of managers don't with his high-press, high-intensity game. And then once once you win the ball, you need players like Lalana and uh, Sturridge even, and Mane, know these players that once they get the ball, yes, it's good to be fast. It's good to be strong or whatever. But you need to know what to do. You need to know where the pass needs to go so you can exploit the space that you've created and the uh, the attacking situation that you've created. Uh, you can score goals with it. And I didn't know if Mane necessarily at Southampton would have worked in Klopp's system. But then, like, what was the first game? Uh, Arsenal? Mm. It was... Clearly obvious that uh yeah man he dude. was a really really good buy. And for the I, I don't know how, how much was he worth 28 30 something? I don't know, but it looks like a bargain. So but look, play Sturridge. you're gonna get Coutinho back.
1: I think you should be able to go three or four league games without him. You no, know, no, all I'm saying is that like every player has different characters. Because I storage, I think that guy is an excellent player. Like technically, footballing wise, this guy is money, but I'm saying that what money gives them is something very unpredictable. Mm. Like, he's very unorthodox in the high place. Hence why it's very hard to really control him, mark him, or know what he's going to do. So he's a very hard guy to try and defend. And when you have a guy like that in your team, it just makes your attack very interesting because you're like, people don't know what he's going to do, whether he's going to go left, go right, drive through, do a one-two. He just is very unwieldy in how he moves. So once you take that out, yeah, you could bring in quality, but I just think they'll miss something. They should still cope, obviously. It's not like he's the best player, but I just think he brings something very unique. To, mm-hmm. to so guys.
0: when when you released that video, um, I I went into the, the Talking Tactics group chat that we had. So I was like, Liverpool beat City. You made them title contenders. Or like in your mind, they, they now have a chance to win the league when before they might might not have. If you remember to the beginning of the year, by the way, I put them in my top four. So I want credit wait, for that. Wait, wait, wait. Who, 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 who in your top four? Liverpool. I mean, I I had to drop Arsenal in order to do it, and that was a mistake. I also had United winning the league, which was another mistake. But <laughs> but Liverpool, uh, top four. I, I feel like I deserve credit for at least seeing oh, no, no, no. something Liverpool, at like, the beginning of yeah, the
1: year. Yeah, that comes up for me, like for me, I thought that it was going to be because I said Chelsea to win, City there, then Arsenal, Man United. You know, so my big mistake was was United getting top four. Cause yeah, I mean, I-, I had
0: a lot of big mistakes, but I'm going to pat myself on the back for a and Like, mm-hmm. I, I like Liverpool this year. But you finally said, okay, they have title credentials, and even I didn't think they would win or have, you know, what it took to win a league, which now I think they might do, depending on what Chelsea do. But mm. I was like, so what happens if they lose to Sunderland, right? And Like, do they immediately regress back? Because the gap could be eight points, depending on what happens with Chelsea Tottenham.
1: They, they didn't lose to Sunderland, though.
0: I mean, they drew, but they still mm. dropped points when everybody thought they
1: would just go up there and win 4-1, 5-0, whatever. It's like, if they had lost where they played badly, they had bad defensive mistakes, and they just got, like, they're just very um on, um indisciplined. Then I'm like, okay, man, look, okay, they're now regressing. The referee screwed them, man. The referee screwed them. That's... No,
0: no, 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 no. They screwed themselves. Like the first one was a penalty, and the yep. second one was a penalty.
1: Second one. Sorry, that's not, not a penalty. That's not a natural hand motion. If you're jumping, from that point of view, was he really using his hand to 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 block the ball? Come on. For me, he was jumping. His hand was out there, and for me, that's there was enough hand.
0: distance to where you could make the decision. Like I need to pull this back, and then once you have the the situation where the shot is certainly on target. I don't think the referee has a choice for me I just if his me, hand I, was closer I, to his like, body, like if he tried to tuck it like near his chest, then fine, but it's just flailing out and the ball looks like it's on target. so I don't me, think the so referee the referee has to call up blow a penalty and
1: then you I think think you still have to make the penalty as well. The way I would interpret it is that like look, that isn't a guy using his hand to try and influence the play like that was he hit it. Yes, his, his hand was out there, but his hand was not really being used to stop the ball from going to another Sunderland player. So for me, I would say both a hand, me, in another different kind of game like that, a referee would see that and be like, Okay, look, play on, man. I'm I'm not I'm not gonna give that. I think there are two
0: no. reasons why you would give a handball in the box though. one is the obvious, like he's definitely trying to make sure this doesn't go in yeah. the goal. So like Suarez in the World Cup um versus mm. Ghana. So that's one. But then you also have another one where a hand isn't in a natural position and a ball is being shot on target. Now, this one I feel falls into the second one. I don't think Mane intentionally was like, I'm going to smack this down, right? But his arm mm. could have been controlled in a way where it didn't have to flail out. And then you add the, the, the next level of the balls on target, you stop the scoring opportunity. So penalty. And then Defoe still has to make it. And obviously, you know, Jermaine Defoe's like, what, the best English striker? Not named Sturridge? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So. No, 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 no.
1: He's, he's still underrated. Um, <laughs> look, man, I still say that. For me, when I saw that again, I'm like, if I was a referee, I'd definitely give that first penalty. You know, that was just Liverpool being, you know, pretty stupid. But that second one, I don't, man. Yeah. I don't give that second one, man.
0: Yeah, but it happens. I mean, I'm sure they've gotten, or they've gotten away with things where they shouldn't have, and they've gotten one where they shouldn't, so... Like, like people say, it tends to balance out. So uh, we we don't have it written down here on the side, but Mourinho's won six in a row. What's and going they'll on? Full, <laughs> and they'll, <full> <laughs> they'll still remain six.
1: They'll still remain. For me, like, there's no point in even mentioning it. It's irrelevant. They can go ten wins in a row. They will still remain six. That's why nobody. That's why I never even talk about their winning run or how well the the guys are playing because, Aston will keep winning. And Tottenham, well, Tottenham and Chelsea will see what happens. I think that's going to be a draw. If Tottenham lose, then level on points. If they draw, that's that means that Tottenham are And So I think Tottenham will draw that game. So it's still sixth. So, yeah, you're winning all the games. Good winning run, but you're still sixth. You know? Yeah, so, if, if Tottenham draw, Arsenal drop to fifth, I think. Well, Arsenal are going to beat Bournemouth, come on, man.
0: I thought that Tottenham had the game in hand, but they don't. So No, 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 no,
1: no, no. It's I mean, it's, it's
0: very quick, the turnaround. Like, Liverpool and City, they just
1: played. And now they're playing again. This, no, no, that's what Klopp was saying in his interview. Saying like, yeah, man, it's pretty... Because remember, he's never experienced this before. Like, having a team from the start of the season and doing this hectic schedule, like 48 hours. Because, mm. I mean, people say, oh, no, they are... Like, they get paid so much, they get... Delicious. And I, yeah, true. But to play 48 hours, especially when how grueling that City game was, to yeah. play 48 hours after, man, is tough. Mm. And maybe you could say some of the decisions that
0: Liverpool made whether it's Monet's handball, whether it's... Was it Clavin who gave away the penalty? And hmm. then you and then you add the travel on top of it from Liverpool to
1: Sunderland. You think maybe the kind of attrition influenced the bad decisions? For me, like Liverpool were all over Sunderland. So they, they had the better chances. Hmm. They were the better team. Well, obviously, so, they're, they're, they're the better football club, but... No, 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 no. no. As I said, no, no, like, but the way they...
0: You if can this have game, guys. no, no,
1: what, well, no. If uh, what, what I'm
0: saying is, if this game was played one week after, uh, the city game with no break or, or with no games in between, they yeah. probably win. But because it's
1: played immediately after, um, maybe Sunderland have yeah, a bit not, of an advantage. You know, not necessarily. I still wouldn't see it because for me, nothing I saw there. I didn't see a team that was tired. Mm. I saw a team that should have won the game. But those two decisions happen, and those two decisions were there. was that based on tiredness? I would. I don't really think so. I think when you look at over the game, physically, everything like that, they played their game how they wanted to play the game. The interchanging, the off the ball movements, everything was there. So there's nothing there that showed that the forty-eight hour turnaround had any physical effect on them. I
0: mean, I'm just trying to find a reason. I, I have no idea, but
1: you know, look okay, it happens, man. It happens. It's just like Klopp would be pissed off because this is that's a game that they should have won, and if Chelsea beats Tottenham. Man, then it's looking pretty tricky, you know mm. so uh pretty-
0: you, you want to talk about Pep or you want to go Chelsea Tottenham?
1: um let's go Chelsea Tottenham man let's go Chelsea since right. it's like sort of like um,
0: <laughs> okay, so uh Chelsea have won thirteen straight
1: I think that's yeah, one point actually can, can I ask you one thing like I discuss this with with someone mm-hmm. if you had told me that a defense that had um david sideshow Bob Louise. And- <laughs> Gary Cahill in defense. And that's and those two guys would concede how many it is, two, three, four goals in the space of 13 matches. I'd have said, get the F out of here, man. <laughs> I don't know how the hell they're doing it. Because, because like, as was, I was discussing with someone, yes, Matic and Kante are helping. But these guys are still getting pushed. And, to the edge and somehow they're coping. I do not know how they've have okay. done it. Is juju or black magic? Or... Look, man, juju is strong, man. Chelsea's juju—it's worked on on Liverpool, and now maybe maybe that's what they're doing on um, thingy. <laughs> Speaking of, before I forget, because you mentioned juju, like there's a video that I. I don't know if you saw this video where like I think it's in which country is it? Basically I think it's in Rwanda or some kind of country where this, this striker he runs to the goalpost and I think he does some kind of like a ritual on the goalpost and they all try to attack him and say what the hell you're doing and in the next play he basically scores after doing witchcraft. Uh, <laughs> I say, Look man, Africa man, that's continent.
0: <laughs> is he praying or is he like actually like
1: No no no, I think it was some kind of weird ritual or something that he did. I think he keeps some dust or something on the oh, on the goal, So look man. <laughs>
0: Africa, <laughs> crazy.
1: crazy. You know, crazy I can't.
0: Thing. I can't wait for the couple of nations. I wish Carl was here because Uganda and Ghana are in the same group, so maybe we can talk about that a bit. But maybe next week we'll do a, yeah. an Afcon preview. What was my what, what was point? Oh, you asked about um why Cahill, Louise. Would you ever imagine that they'd keep you know? I think it's mm. ten out of thirteen clean sheets and went to mm. something like that. <gasps> the the key quiet as it's kept you can talk about the fullbacks you can talk about the goalkeeper or wingbacks you can talk about the goalkeeper you can talk about Conte and Matic the key mm-hmm. in that back three is Azpilicueta
1: yeah yeah because that's he, why I didn't mention his, his name I just right, mentioned right, right, those right. right because
0: he he allows Luis to kind of maraud and he also mm-hmm. protects Victor Moses who likes to get forward and also I think from what I see Cahill is the captain but Asper Lequinta and Louise look like the two most vocal in the back, because Courtois mm. the, C- Courtois isn't yet to a level where he can like demand things from mm. adults, if you know what I mean. I think he's twenty three, shouting at like thirty year olds. <laughs> like I don't, I don't know yeah. how the dynamic would exactly work. But Asper Lequinta looks like a player who understands what Conte wants from not just him, but from the rest of the back five, and that's why I think louise and cahill are looking competent
1: look there look i mean i just think that you know um you have to give them some credit that like i mean i thought that they'd be fully exposed and this would just mm. be like um then i'll be like look mates Conte just green lights freaking um zuma in here or like literally pray that January comes soon but they, because it's been a lot of last-ditch defending mm. because when you look at juve's back three it's just serene. These guys they read the, the game like a freaking book. Like, like a freaking North book.
0: They they also play in Syria though. You know what I mean? Like
1: put them in the premiership, man. Bonucci, Bazali, and Jamie. They, they would still have want, to do a bit more diving and running and sprinting. You know, no, no, but but trust me. Like like come on, are you gonna tell me that like the defensive IQ of those of of Bazali, Bonucci, Chiellini Of course is. not <laughs> so, so like Yes they would, they, would, they, would, they would obviously Struggle a bit more But I think The amount of last-ditch tackles And last-ditch right. defending though my Luis, and Cahill Is far more than what yeah. Chiellini, Bazali, and Bonucci would do
0: Yeah, Of course But i just say like, I don't think Any defence in the Premier League Is barren or removed From last-ditch tackles It's just the nature of the game
1: no, I no, mean, it's true, but it's all about the, the the degree of how much you're doing it. True, true. Which which leads uh, to you obviously not but, having but also also I mean it,
0: if, if there's only three at the back if, if the wing backs get forward, where normally there might be four. So there is like especially for Louise because he has to watch the runs into the channel. Mm. It's also why uh John Terry couldn't play in it because he's not fast oh, enough I mean, anymore. I mean,
1: I mean, he'd, he'd be a disaster, man.
0: Right. And also he's picking up injury after injury. I think Conte, he's using the guise of John Terry's recovering from injury to kind of keep him under the team. <laughs> because every press conference or pre-match press conference, that's like 15 minutes. There's always one reporter, just based on the fact that he's a former England captain. He's, you know, been a part of Chelsea for the past 20 years or whatever. Um, is, is John Terry going to be back? Like, when's he going to be back? And he's always like, uh, he's close, he's this, he's that. But I think he's using the kind of like the guides of recovery to make sure that he can keep continuity within the back five, which is smart, mm. you know, because I personally wouldn't want that pressure to build up. Like, you have to play John Terry because he's the captain. Like, no, nah, he's not fit for a back three. No, it's, no, no, it's, no,
1: no. I said, I said again, it again. It would be a flipping disaster if he yeah. put John Terry in there. Like... <laughs> Whoa, that's a question. Who would is Cahill the one that you would take out if if what?
0: to play Kurt Zuma? Yeah. So you wouldn't take out question, obviously. So the no. question is between Luis and Cahill. Cahill. Why?
1: I agree, but I want to know why. Because I feel that the of when I've watching been watching Chelsea, Cahill has looked most. First of all, he's looked most under pressure in comparison to David Luiz. And Luis gives you more going forward. Yes, so yes, if you have yes. Zuma and Asp in the back, and I because you always want a defender that can bring the ball up to offer some variation with who has ball possession and Luis with with the ball at his feet. It's, basically, this is what um Juve needs to do. Bonucci is the guy that has the ball right. and brings the ball forward because they know that he's the best person in possession. So you need someone that can do that. And Luis is the best out of that out of those three. So you're gonna take out Cahill.
0: All right. Yeah. So, yeah, I was just, we have the same logic pretty much. And also, like, Louise is, uh, I don't want to say he's so good, like, uh, like he's some world class distributor. But as far as center backs go, I mean, he's one of the top 10 ball playing center backs, I'd say, in Europe, which allows Conte to play matches. I'd
1: say top five. Oh, okay.
0: <laughs> oh, okay. I mean, top 10 is top five, technically. Or top five is top 10, technically. But, yeah, I would say that um, because Luis is so good on the ball, it allows Antonio Conte to play Matic and Angolo Conte together. So you don't necessarily always have to play Fabregas because you have someone in the back who can pick passes to the wings, whether it's Pedro or Hazard or lump one up to Costa who can play with, you know, the center backs and you can find mm-hmm. maybe some joy there. So it, it, it offers him... A choice that he, I don't have to play an out-and-out out attacking central midfielder, unless you're playing Tony Pulis or something, and you know, like they're gonna put eleven people behind the ball, and you need someone with uh, that Barcelona creativity, so to speak. So, Pep, <laughs> you instructed me to watch this weird
1: press conference. How um, how weird how weird was that interview, man? And you know what? I think Pep is just weird, anyway. No, no, but, but you know what? It's just not weird. Do you, do you know what 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 it is? It's it's why I don't... I respect him, and what he's done, I respect his... It's, it's um, his arrogance. It's, it's because, like... The guy that... Yeah, yeah. It's like, he's trying to use the excuse of, like, oh, this is how they do it in England, but not anywhere else. Is that it's That's the beauty of going to a different country and a different culture, is that you've got to embrace the challenge that makes this completely different from... Because, again, England isn't on the and content of Europe because the consensus of stuff, whether it's Portugal, Spain, Germany is has its thing. But England, Scotland thingy, they have their own thing which is different. So him to now come and now say, oh no, well if this was happened in Spain, it wouldn't happen here. And I'm like no look. And also as as the interviewer said is that like, mate, you, you won the game. <laughs> like why aren't you happy? You won like and men. So are are still complaining?
0: I don't understand, man. Well I mean partly I do like he no, is no, no, no he, he, oh, Go He's ahead. under
1: pressure. I mean, this is the first time he's right not in, in like the top two or top three in a in a league. So he's now realizing that man, oh, this is this this ain't easy. You know, you know, yeah. pimping and you know. So you could just see that it's hurting his ego that like mate, I'm really fighting for top four between Arsenal and Tottenham. It's like, what the hell? I'm supposed to be like one one on two. Yeah, see, I was I was gonna use a part of that point to make this point where
0: Pep has always been like lauded for he's a footballing genius. He's a revolutionary. He's this. He's that. And then once once you soak that in, and you take that into your personality, one it I think it has caused to make you arrogant. I think we see that with, maybe M- Mourinho, um, Wenger managers who find success tend after a while once they've been told that you know you are revolutionizing the sport. This we've never seen anything like this before, et cetera. Et cetera. You kind of take it in. So then when you find adversity and Pep, I mean, you have Barcelona, probably the greatest footballing collection of the past 15 years, maybe. And then you go to Bayern, (laughs) which may be the second best collection of footballers in the past 15 years. And then you go to Man City, who have, you know, you're relying on Uncle Yaya. (laughs) And then then, uh, Gundogan goes down. You have Raheem Sterling instead of Robin or Messi or whomever. It's it's going to make you go crazy when you when your expectation is, I'm a genius, I'm a revolutionary, I'm meant to dominate this league. And then you look at the table and you're in third, fourth, sometimes fifth, depending. Yeah. <laughs> look, I mean, man, it, it's going to play with you. And then you're going to have to be cool. reaching for straw, trying to find out, well,
1: it's because... It's going to mess with you, man. It's messing with him. He's like, what the hell? I mean, what's fourth, third, fifth? I what, mean, what, 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 what is this, this This crap? And also,
0: like, if, if you remember back to the when we first started the podcast, maybe August, September time, mm. they won six in a row. So he almost got tricked into believing that this was going to be easy.
1: You, I you remember?
0: And then, and then we uh, – I, I forgot who said it. I think it might have been me, but it may have been you as well. Um. Last season with Pellegrini, they won five straight games. Yeah,
1: that's no. Yeah, I think yeah, with, yeah, with, with,
0: with five clean part. sheets, and they dropped yeah. off again because it's what City do. They start well, they collapse, and then depending on you know the the teams around them, they might give you a title challenge in the last three four months. Well, but they always finish
1: well, you know.
0: Yeah, so they always have that late kick, like uh like an eighteen or I was gonna say eighteen hundred, like a eight hundred sprinter. So yeah, I forgot my point now. <laughs> <laughs> Cause I got distracted by long distance running. <laughs> I am trying to think of that dude's name. He's from he's from Kenya. Oh, Amhybrid Amhybrid Salasi. No, that's Ethiopia, isn't it? Ethiop- oh yeah, that's that's
1: yeah. No, that's this this that's guy's he,
0: that I know. He's he's an eight hundred runner. I think it's Rudisha, David Rudisha. Oh, Rudisha, yeah, Rudisha, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. So he he always has like a late kick. But anyway, so what was our point? I'm trying to retrace my steps. <laughs> No, 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 look,
1: man. I mean, for me. Okay. Help me, you, me Let me ask you this. Would you say that City are out of the, the title race? Let, let me consult the table quickly. I actually have to think about this.
0: I don't know yet. Okay, so we played half the season. They are seven points back, and Chelsea have a game in. You see, the, the, the issue here is Chelsea have probably their toughest stretch of the season upcoming. So they go to Tottenham, then they go to Leicester. Or maybe maybe it's Tottenham, Hull City, Leicester, Liverpool, Hull, come on, Arsenal. Hull City,
1: you made a break, man.
0: Hull City, come on. Look, 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 they have Tottenham, Leicester, Liverpool, and Arsenal. Three of those games are away, uh, Hull City and Arsenal at home. So, Leicester away is not going to be easy. Tottenham away is not going to be easy. Hosting Arsenal, who could be on a six or a seven-game win streak by that point. Not going to be easy. Liverpool at Anfield, I think. So basically, they're only easy game in the next five. And you say easy, but it's not going to. No, no, look Wait a minute. No. This is where it gets real. Right, right. So this- Chelsea could conceivably drop six, seven points in the next five games. So if, if Manchester City win their next three... They'll catch up. It's that simple.
1: Look okay. like Chelsea, that's why Liverpool are in the title race. City are in the title race. Chelsea are not gonna win every game from now to the end of the season. A
0: purple match is comment. Arsenal? Are Arsenal in the title race? No. Well well, wait a minute, wait a minute. If Arsenal win tomorrow, or I guess today, if you're listening to this on Tuesday,
1: Daniel Jeremiah Tilluk. I will say this <laughs> like, It's Mark, by, Arsenal, by the way. The World <laughs> Are uh, not in the title race. Don't put title on Arsenal as long as Wenger's in charge. Forget about them. They, they, they're not in the conversation. They're gonna have more points. Talking, if, about if, talking about Manchester They're Liverpool gonna have more points than Manchester City if they beat. I don't care. I, I, I <laughs> That's care the point. <laughs> I could care less. They're not in the title race. City, those guys they will they will chip away. They will they will make, make up the ground. Arsenal, when it comes down to it, and it's a crucial game where they can cut down the lead, they will flop. Mm. They will flop. It's like it's, it's like what they say about the Dallas Cowboys. Whenever it comes pressure, pressure time, boom, they okay, they flop on the
0: Smith. <laughs> <Steve>. <laughs> They're
1: an accident waiting to happen. no, no, I don't, no. I'm. I but yeah, but actually, did you watch Undisputed with um Skip and Shannon Sharp?
0: I mean, I watch it every now and again. I was watching it more when Colin Kaepernick decided not to um oh, yeah. stand for the national anthem. No, no, no. Keep watching it. You know, because, because Shannon awesome. Sharp. I Anthony's mean awesome. he's 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 real, man. Mm, mm. More more real than Stephen A. <laughs> 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 Who uh, I have a uh I don't it's not contempt. I just don't I just don't like it when he talks about like race and stuff because he gets Wait, oh,
1: yeah, no 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 I no. was having that same discussion with my brother. About it concerning what we just talk talking about, but yeah, maybe discussion for another day. But um, mm-hmm. like, look, I'm, I'm like, as I said, Man City is very because I think everyone is like him hey, on Pep. He's a faker, fraudula, yola, blah blah, 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 blah. Like, give him some credit. Like, they are gonna who who have City lost to? A very good Tottenham side. Mm-hmm. Lester, Yes, they are totally still the defending champions. They didn't just lose then, to Leicester, bro. Like. Hmm? They didn't just lose to Leicester. Like, Leicester destroyed them. <laughs> oh, Okay, okay. They have okay, one game in which they got totally destroyed. Liverpool, yes. they got completely outclassed, but that's Liverpool who are not second in the league. Tottenham, on their day, Tottenham are a very good side on their day. And that was when they are on their day and they, and, and they got that ass.
0: Yeah, which is exactly yeah. why Chelsea should be worried because you don't know Tottenham could come out like they did against Watford and just blitz
1: you. But or it's, or, or but it's it could be. Logical thing though. Chelsea, yeah. like Tottenham, have an inferiority complex with with Chelsea. It's true. So I mean, another thing thing like t- like Tottenham can give you three things. You know, they can either be
0: great, they can either grind you out to a draw, or they can just like they give you this thing like what happened, where they just lose like three one. Oh yeah. You know, like like this player. is why I don't believe in you to win the league, even though it looks like you know you have a pretty good team. Um, so you have you you wrote down something that I was trying to remember, but I couldn't. I was like, "What is that thing I wanted to talk about?"
1: Um, yeah. Giroud. So actually, this is good swim to to, to to end the the thing thing one because I mean it's I don't um... mean, we,
0: we have we have questions, but oh, this yeah. is
1: – okay, cool. oh yeah. So Giroud
0: goal of the season.
1: Mm.
0: <laughs> don't get mad at me. It is, man. No, 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 no. Don't 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 get mad at me. Is that the best goal that's ever been scored in the Premier League?
1: No, Dennis Bergkamp against Newcastle. Really? Yes, that is the best goal that's ever been Do, scored. All right, all right,
0: all right. This, this is the argument with with the Bergkamp goal. Do you think he meant that though?
1: One thousand percent, because that's the kind of player. that <laughs> I, I don't think it. he meant that, man. No, no, be That's because that's because you don't know who Dennis Bergkamp is. If let's say someone like um, Sanogo, Giroux, <laughs> Giroux, like Sanogo, or like someone like that scored that then here, yeah, they didn't mean it. Dennis Bergkamp, that's why the guy was, the guy's footballing brain was off the charts, off the flipping charts. He's even, look look, look at his goal against um, Argentina in the World Cup. That's the kind of player he was. Every goal he scored was extremely highly technical. 1000% he meant that. 1000%. Because that's just the kind of player that he was. Look, I watched this guy at Inter Milan, at Holland, Arsenal. And every time I was like, no, no, this guy's technical ability is just bloody insane. Insane. Mm. So 1,000% he, he meant that. He knew exactly what he was doing.
0: All <laughs> right. So what about the, um, the Henri goal against uh, Manchester United?
1: No, very good right goal. But doesn't, it doesn't have the com- complexity or the technical level that Beckham's had. Pa- uh, Paulo de Canio, West Ham, Wimbledon? Very good. That was a very good goal. Very good, very good, good goal. Even Henry's back heel. Another good goal as well. Mm. Um, Tony your, your boys goal for um, Leeds, Leeds against yeah. Liverpool. Excellent goal as well. Um, I'm, I'm trying look, to... I wrote a story once. Van and per, like, um, volley. I can't remember who it was. Villa. Oh, crazy. Uh, it was uh,
0: United Villa. I'm trying to look up this article I wrote long-ass time ago and this is going to take some time so it was like one of the first things i wrote for the website and it was like
1: oh, oh, or and bleacher
0: yeah it was like top 10 premier league goals something something
1: um i'm gonna try to find it i'll just cut this out but i no, want no, no, to no, no, I mean, look man what Giroud did i mean that's i mean first of all he meant it so don't say anything oh he didn't mean it. No, no, he... He did. He didn't mean it. Here
0: we and go. Here we go. I wrote this three years ago. Fuck's sake. Um. Good goal, man. Okay, so we have This is my top fifteen Premier League goals, and I'll tell you where Giroud's goal will fit into this, and maybe we can get into Mctarion um, versus Giroud, <laughs> which seems to be a thing. Um, do you remember the goal Balotelli
1: sco- scored with his shoulder? Oh <laughs> yeah. <laughs> No, no, no. no. That's, that's the most arrogant goal I've ever scored. So that's yes, like a difference. Yes, yes, that was my
0: honorable mention. Um, so I had Essie in Arsenal where he curved it in with his foot. Then um, Percy scored a goal against Charlton. That was in mm. there. David Beckham versus Wimbledon that he scored from the halfway line. Ger- Steven Gerrard versus Middlesbrough. Um, nice. Drogba Everton, if you know where he took it. Oh, t- yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, took yeah his top 10, Peter Crouch against Manchester City. You remember that one? Nope. Where, where he where he kind of he he juggled it with like the side of his foot and volleyed it into the far corner.
1: Mm, vaguely, vaguely.
0: Uh, Cisse against Chelsea. Do you remember oh, that okay. one where, where he was on like the the far touch line and he hit it with the outside of his boot and it kind of curved like a C and beat check. Oh, okay, okay. Um Thierry reunited at eight. <laughs> what was I thinking? Uh, Latissier against Newcastle. Yaboa Liverpool. I had that at six. Uh, Shearer versus Everton. If you remember that, that uh, volley that he had. Cantona Sunderland, number four. Oh, yeah. The chip where he had the kind of, that's the most elegant yeah. celebration ever. <laughs> when he just stood there. <laughs>
1: yeah,
0: yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah. Three. Rooney City, the bicycle kick. Three.
1: Damn. Okay.
0: Burkamp. Versus Newcastle, number two. I have no idea what number one is, but I, I think it, I think it was the Decano. Yeah, Decano number one versus Moulton. So I did have it. Burkamp number two. L- looking at this list, though, I'd say Giroud's. It's better than the Rooney goal. Oh yes. You might be right. Like, hold on. Let Let me watch this.
1: No, no, no. Like basically, Giroud that goal is, is 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 top ten. Also, look at the move that he did at the halfway line
0: minutes gone. gives Arsenal the lead. That is fucking sick.
1: <laughs> a, oh, oh, sorry, oh. That <laughs> was right, That's what he did to that defender is...
0: It's, it's the way he opened up his body as well to make sure he, that he found the far
1: post. Listen, that's what that's I think. First of all, it's like he's, he used his left foot to move <sighs> the ball to the right, went around the guy. It's, it's that touch he did with his left foot, which is just insane. <sighs> insane. You know, you you might be right,
0: but Giroud is top three then, because and also Mkhitaryan's goal was offside, and people say yeah. the ball was lower, so it was harder for Mkhitaryan. I don't know if that's true. I would think the higher it is, the harder it is,
1: because you have to. There's more to judge. You know, for me, I think both are is both are difficult. It's just that Giroud's that's a further distance away. Mm. First of all, it's further, it's further It's further away and he was onside. Mkhitaryan, you are closer and you are offside as well. <laughs> so, closer and offside. Yo, Speaking of offside, um, what's his
0: face his goal was offside today? Ibrahimovic, he scored another one, offside. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Offside, offside, that was offside. Yeah. United are getting lucky,
1: you know. But, but but his his goal was perfectly fine. that got ruled out in the, in the last game. So maybe this evens it out.
0: So. Yeah, yeah. Uh, so Giroud's goal... I, I think it's not just goal of the season. Um, it's, it's more than that. How, how, do you, how do you have the best goal of 2017 like in the
1: first 12 yeah. hours of it? Like, you know, like the first well, okay. and also the way, like I was obviously in the office. I was doing stuff. So literally, as soon as I came back, the goal was scored literally within the next two minutes. Because when I was just watching, I was like, oh, Giro was going to... I literally was like, no. And it's just how it clips the top of the bar as well. Mm, mm. I was like... Oh, also, man.
0: like there was a courtesy dive from the keeper, like he was never going to get that, but he tried and it made it look even better. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But I was like, I, I was thinking, I was like, how is Double H going to try to spin this and give Alexis credit for the assist?
1: <laughs> look, it was a bit of cross, man. It was a bit cross, but look, it, it, it's all zero, man. It's all zero all right, because yeah. that was behind him, so he had to improvise. So, so yeah,
0: I, I would say my my top three now is De Kenyo, Wimbledon. Because I, I think that's just sick. Um, then Burkamp, still number two, and then Giroud. It's crazy how many good goals Arsenal players have scored, though.
1: I mean, to be honest, there's if you're gonna find it, Benito Carboni scored a pretty crazy goal for Sheffield Wednesday, like a bicycle kick. Like full-on bicycle kick, which mm. was just like thing. So I mean, but I think definitely, I mean, because I remember, because that decanion goal, it was on a Sunday and it was about to, when I was about to go to school. So I could still watch it just before my taxi came to take me to school. You went to and school remember, on Sunday? Because, yeah, basically, we had to go to school on the Sunday evening to start on the Monday. So the match was at 4 p.m. So I could just about just watch it. Then – because I think – I don't think – yeah, I couldn't actually finish the match. I think I watched it until like half time. Then I had to go and for my for school on, on Sunday evening. And I remember watching it live, and I was like, oh my God, man, that is just ridiculous. <laughs> But still, Dennis Bergkamp, that's I'm sorry, man. That's like easily, easily the best goal in the Premier League. And one of I I can't argue with you if you have the best goals of all time. Top ten best goals of all time.
0: yo, yo, what what is your best goal of all time then?
1: I mean that's that's hard. That's hard. That's hard. But basically two goals, two, two goals. Firstly, it's the boring one, which is Maradona, because it's just based on the moments. First the, of all, against the, England, the occasion, the platform, and what he did. Second is Ronaldinho's, um, just on a purely technical level, without occasion and everything. Ronaldinho's goal against Chelsea. Ooh, okay. <laughs> where, he like, get the, where he get a little shimmy then outside of the boot. Yeah, and and yeah. it's like, first of all, like there was no nowhere to go. Literally, and just the improvisation and the imagination to chip it into the bottom corner. I mean, that's just stupid. <laughs> <You know? laughs>
0: I don't know if I have a favorite goal. Um, you know, you you know what always like intrigued me, like the most. I, and I don't know if this is my favorite. I'd have to think about it more. But the 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 Roberto Carlos free kick against France. Oh yeah, that's just like everybody. If <laughs> if, if if you got one of those Nerf balls. Yeah. Um that could just move crazy. I think every kid tried that.
1: (laughs) But but you know the funny thing is like I put a comment on that thing like I think like a a few years ago. I like my comment in in all caps was like, Fuck you, laws of physics. (laughs) Exclamation mark, exclamation mark. And it's had and it's got like about two hundred likes or or something. (laughs) Because literally that goal was like an F you" to physics because it went all the way to one, to the right, and then just cover all the way back. So if your bat says you're like, "Yeah, it's going out," then it just comes back in. So you're like, "How the hell do you do that?" <laughs> you know, yeah, it's
0: like a it, I, you can't even do that kind of stuff on video games. I'm, no, no, you can't. Anyway, we <laughs> I'm trying to think of some other good goals. Um, Lampard's goal against Barcelona, which wasn't, an oh, Zola against Norwich. Where he took he flicked it from the corner. You remember this goal? Man, no, 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 man. Because I, I I used to remember a lot of Zola's Ty- goals, man. Type it in. Oh. Type it in. Type it in Zola Norwich. I'll wait.
1: Okay, wait. Um
0: I think it was Graham Lasso on the corner, by the way. Oh my god, it did guys.
1: <laughs> <Zola. laughs> uh-huh. Oh, is this embarking goal? Hmm. Disgusting. Okay, grimly. Let's see. How 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 does I remember this? Oh, I remember this. <laughs> I remember that goal. I remember that goal. Yeah, 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 yeah. I remember that goal. Yeah. And I like, so I remember that goal. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's
0: just it's gross. So yeah, <laughs> let's do questions before we get out of
1: here. All right. What a oh man. Oh, that is a ridiculous goal, man. (laughs) Yo, uh,
0: you know know what's sad is that he only got to play, like, in his 30s in the Premier League. If if he got his whole, like, his prime, obviously you you wouldn't have played at Chelsea or something like that. Because he he would
1: have been way better for Chelsea, but... His his prime was really, um, like, 94 World Cup. That was really his World Cup, man. But remember, he got sent off against Nigeria, so... That's really what killed his career, man. Because that was really his walk-up 94, which was we supposed to explode in.
0: Mm. Oh, Zola. All right, anyway. from from Football Card, does Double H finally oh, understand God. why he gave Liverpool 4 out of 10 on their title chances? They have a weak mentality.
1: Um, no, I think he's completely wrong. The, the, the draw against Sunderland doesn't show weak, weak man mentality. It just shows that. Um, unlocking and just, you know, mm. wrong place, wrong time for Mane. But weak, weak mentality wasn't shown in that draw against Sunderland.
0: Who has been the best player this season so far? For me, it's Messi. Amazing into league. Wait, wait.
1: Who, who, who asked that? A guy called
0: Fab Pacino.
1: Okay. So, best player of 2016?
0: No, best player of this
1: season. Best player this season. Um, That's a tough one. Maybe Messi? Um, probably
0: Messi.
1: I mean, overall, I'd have Obama to say... Yang? No. Dembele has been pretty impressive, man. Mm. I've really liked it because people have been sleeping on him. I think it's between Dembele and um, Messi.
0: said <laughs> no one ever in life. Um, I don't know.
1: Probably Messi, Cristiano, Cristiano. I don't think so. Did he win some awards or something? So maybe him. <laughs> From talking tactics, yeah. who's the best
0: Premier League player ever? Cristiano, Henri, or Giggs? He, he, tells you not to, he tells you not to be biased. Best Premier League player ever.
1: Henri. My favorite Premier League player is either Zola or Beckham. But
0: mm-hmm. so best of all
1: time, objectively, Henri. My favorite players
0: are Jimmy Floyd, Ian Wright, and Drogba. Best Premier League player, though. I mean, of these choices, I'd say Henri. Um, yeah. But best Premier League player ever. It's gotta be Frank Lampard for me. Just because what? I watch I watched him all the time. So Lampard, my
1: t- God, he scored man. over three hundred goals or something yes. stupid I mean looking through the field. So how does that make him the best player? Yes, he was a very good goal scoring midfield. Because of resume.
0: Resume, what you do on the pitch,
1: class, no. sorry, techni- man. T- technical that ability. No, you can't call like, Lampard. Nah, nah, he, he can't be in that conversation, man. Nah, He's I'm in sorry. the conversation. Maybe best middle. Easily, definitely one of the best midfielders in, in the in the Premier League for sure.
0: But then Players,
1: no. no. No, 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 no. You're crazy. Do you
0: think this is from Pacino? Uh do you think Pep would have success with a smaller team? For example, nope. do you think he would ever win anything if he managed Everton?
1: Nope. I don't know. Like, no, like, but, Pep,
0: okay, With, which, which managers could win players.
1: anything? Oh, go ahead. Say look, say. Start over. Basically, I've always said that Pep, coach, coach, scum coach, top. Coach, 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 coach. And my thing is that Pep's system is dependent on very good players, on players being very good tech, technically at passing. That's the, the key. You know, whereas a guy like Alex Ferguson, it's about man management and about counter attack and about playing simple football. So Ferguson's and Mourinho's coaching styles can work for many different teams, um, but for someone like like Klopp's system, can possibly work for a different kind of team. But I think someone like a Pep Guardiola, or even like an Ancelotti, their system needs to have really good players. Especially for Pep, he needs to have really good technical players. Mm. So,
0: I mean, I would say Pep probably got spoiled at Barcelona and Bayern Munich by having. The cream of the crop of technical players in Europe. So then, you can't translate that philosophy into just any
1: team. There are maybe I mean, how do you go from from Robin Messi to bloody Raheem Sterling and Oh
0: <laughs> uh, Yeah, was like there are maybe four teams in Europe, maybe five if you count PSG that could do it: Barcelona, Real Madrid, Bayern Munich, Dortmund, mm-hmm. PSG, and Juventus. So six. <laughs> I don't think any team in England except maybe Arsenal could try that. But then Mm. it still wouldn't work, I don't think. So he has to adapt himself. The players can't really adapt to what he wants unless he just feels like losing or drawing a bunch of games. So, yeah, I just think he got spoiled a bit. Quickly, who would you rather – this is from Pacino still. Who would you rather have in your squad, Dybala or Griezmann? And as of right now, Mane or Hazard, CR7 in his prime or Henri in his prime?
1: Okay, like let's just, just do this one by one. So, what's the the first one is what? DiBala or Griezmann? DiBala. I'd want Griezmann.
0: <laughs> uh, as of right now, Mane or Hazard? Mane. I'm taking Hazard. <laughs> CR7? That's just you being tribalistic.
1: Tri- huh? That's just you being tribalistic. Tri-
0: eh, maybe. CR seven in his prime or Henri in his prime? I think we're both going Henri.
1: Yeah, Andre gives gives you more.
0: And the last question, which kind of lines up with what we have written down that we didn't get to yet. Uh, Abdul asks, at Talking Tactics, clubs that must be active in
1: the winter transfer window. I think definitely both both Manchester teams for sure. City and, and the United. City need defenders. United need more in midfield. Yeah. And they need like a really good winger. Um, Arsenal, not really. Chelsea, not really. Um, Liverpool, yeah. I mean, you just, yeah, Liverpool for sure. Defenders, they need another one, one or two really good, dependable defenders. Mm -hmm. Um, Real Madrid, well, they are are exempt because of the ban. Barcelona for sure. They need a right back, you know, Mm -hmm. they need another good right back. Um, um Dortmund yeah get some get get and get, get some defenders man the, the the defense is just crap like Batra is is useless you know it's, um,
0: it's not that easy though just to say get defenders like what kind of defenders are you going to
1: get in the January transfer window for a reasonable also, price just no that's for me I, trust me again Klopp Klopp is a master at this, there are players out there that nobody looks at nobody looks at the Dutch league or the Portuguese league or a guy who's sitting on a bench it's about scouting. Mm. And, and, and a really good scout says, mate, this is a really good player that nobody's looking at. And they can get this dude for three, four million. And this dude is good <laughs> You're not
0: going to change your season with the four million purchase. <laughs>
1: what? What is it? <laughs> you,
0: you, you made it seem like you're going to change the season for like four million pounds. Like that's not going to yeah. happen.
1: <laughs> Why not? Look, who
0: who was the last great four million pound buy that happened in January? I can't think of one. I know Conte was worth five, but you know he was in the summer window for. Okay, okay,
1: okay, fine. Then twenty. Then you can find a good guy for fifteen or or twenty, which is still affordable for some guys, man. Yeah. yeah, Okay, that's reasonable.
0: Um, So let let me look at the promoting table. Uh, Chelsea. Who do Chelsea need? If Conte doesn't believe in Bashaui as a second striker, what happens if Costa goes down?
1: I was hearing Javier Hernandez is a possibility, but Hernandez will oh, go too. you know to, what
0: uh, Chelsea haven't had a striker like that since the season Etto played just like a poacher, yeah, um, yeah. and Etto so I think he scored double digit goals hat trick against united, so yeah, I mean maybe that i mean that would be an interesting if Conte wanted to play um three five two I think Costa and Javier Hernandez together would be kinda formidable, but um. Maybe a striker, but I mean, I like Batshuayi. Somebody asked me this on Twitter. Yeah, so. I don't think you've been given enough of a run, run, of yeah, run, uh, run. Somebody asked me on Twitter, why isn't Batshuayi playing? And my reasoning, or at least my sup, alleged supposed, my theory, is it's easier for Conte to bench Batshuayi than it is to bench either Hazard, or not, not Hazard, uh, Pedro or Willian, just because of seniority. So it's easier to play Hazard up top and then plug in the right winger that you aren't playing, in this case, it's usually Willian, than playing Bashoi and continuing to bench Willian because Hawaii understands his place in the team. I'm young. I'm probably not going to play as much. Whereas Willian was player of the season last year, and Pedro took his spot just because of winning 13 games in a row. So maybe another striker. I, I, I think Chelsea need to do their work in the summer window once they figure out, like, we're certainly in Champions League and these are our targets for next season. And also, Chelsea need a wing back. What's wrong
1: with Alonso and um, Moses?
0: If one of those goes down, what happens? But you have Kennedy who can come in. Let me pull this table back. Liverpool, I- ideally, you'd say goalkeeper, right? But Defenders, I- man. Like, look, man, meaning... I-, I have no idea who they can get, like... You rate Minile for some reason
1: unknown. Like From No so, thing about Mini is that what he does very well, you can't teach. What he doesn't do very well, you can teach. Then Their why isn't anybody teaching him, yo? Like that's not basically the, the goalkeeping coach must be more Like what he doesn't do well <laughs> is you know, it's decision making. <laughs> decision making, position and just making the right decisions. He just makes very bad decisions. Mm. But his reflexes are incredible. He has amazing reflexes, which you can't teach.
0: Mm. What else would Liverpool need?
1: I no defenders. All they need is defenders and maybe a really good defensive midfielder because Emery Chan is a bit, uh, like, a really good defensive midfielder. Yeah, Another yeah. good, strong, central defender, then boom, they're, they're, they're fine. City defenders. And I mean, John Stones, Kolarov, are you having a laugh No.
0: Do you recall maybe Mangala from Lone? And and save yourself thirty million and maybe try that out and a
1: winger as well, a winger I think. Also, on also, also a central
0: midfielder because you have to think they're gonna be they're gonna have Champions League football. They're gonna have the FA Cup. Gundogan's out, yeah. and you want to rely on Yaya Toure and Fabian Delph. <laughs> I don't think <laughs> so, personally. Um, next up, Arsenal. I think Arsenal are good. I mean,
1: maybe a yes. defender. No, no, they won't buy any, but look man, it's it's of course it's they won't buy. <laughs> <laughs> they're not gonna buy anybody, man. It's
0: random. uh I'm trying to think like what would Arsenal need to take them over the top? They would need like a world class center forward. Like if they could go in and like somehow get Lacazette. I was saying
1: this from the start, it's a broken record. <laughs> if <laughs> they're, they're not gonna like buy them. anybody, but obviously, like we we have we had we've had this discussion at nauseum. Lacazette, get Lacazette and your title challengers, Tottenham. Uh, they're all right at goal. They're all
0: right. Maybe another center back unless, you know, uh, Vertonghen or Webb goes down. Fullback, they're straight. Midfield, they're straight. I mean, Tottenham are that one world-class player short of being an amazing team. Um, and you're not yeah. just going to go out and buy one in January. So there's no real reason to to spend anything. Like, like could you imagine if they still had Gareth Bale? Instead of playing Lamella or somebody like that, it probably like they would have won. Last,
1: they would have won two yeah. leagues. Well, not two. would have won last season for sure. They'll have won it last season, even if, if they're bail. Manchester United, like like you say,
0: defenders. Um mid- no, mid- no, no, mid- I'm, mid- I'm, I'm, mid- I'm sure. is as at the nation's scope. so yeah. Uh, midfielders for sure. Um, they, you know what? It's it's another thing where can you buy someone like this? Um, because Carrick, I mean, I was thinking about this the other day and I, and I forgot how old Ke- Carrick is. So let me type it in. M I C H. Yeah, I think he's his, that's him. Now nah, he's older than 30, man. 35. Michael Carrick is 35 what? years old. No so, way. Yes. He's been Does at. Met- fight? <laughs> Michael Carrick is getting ready to get his pension. Okay. He's been at Manchester United since 2006. Um, so he's 35 and i think ibrahimovic is 35 or 36 as well so what i was thinking is they just spent maybe 200 million last season or last summer ibrahimovic could i mean i, I would i would assume ibrahimovic would be back next year but let's let's assume he isn't that's a 35 year old center forward and a 36 year old central midfielder that you would need to replace that are instrumental figures in your team so you would need to buy another midfield re- regulator which if you've already shown, you're willing to spend 90. How much are you going to need to spend to buy a player like that? 50, 60, 70. And then another center forward on top of that, where where are you going to go? You're going to go try to get, I don't know, Harry Kane or something like that. That's going to be 80. So Manchester Mm -hmm. United, the way they're set up with Ibrahimovic banging in goals and Michael Carrick being the one who's controlling the team, essentially it's not Pogba yet. They're looking at another 250, 300 million summer. (laughs) It's crazy because they're two best players. If you add up their ages, it's seventy years old or seventy one. Wait, 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 you mean Ibra and Carrick or Yeah. That's crazy. I, I, I didn't realize how old Carrick was until
1: I think I saw Paul tweeting about him. I didn't know Paul was gonna be forty too. That's crazy. Yeah, no, yeah. that's his that's his freak, the, the the guy looks like a freaking like fourteen year old man. I mean <laughs> that's madness, man.
0: Anyway. So, yeah, uh, last last team, if you want to talk about them. Oh, uh, do you have any points on Manchester United? Uh, no, 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 no. no. Um, uh, well, well, at, well,
1: at, well, basically, at, all I'm saying is that, I mean, United are not getting top four. It's as simple as that. So <laughs> think that like, So that United fans just need to just accept that reality. Top four is not they happening this season. Sorry, it's not happening.
0: They might get it, you know.
1: Nope. Don't hold that hope. Four. That way my top four can come together. Wait. Like, <laughs> okay. You say okay, so who drops out? Arsenal, it's it's their their divine rights. Liverpool are playing too well to, to not come top four. No, no, Chelsea and City, their their squad, their their quality, their coach, they will get top four. Arsenal is their birthright. Do Liverpool you not have,
0: give do you, do you not give United the advantage in that Mourinho knows the Premier League, so coming down the stretch, it's more likely that his team will be game must change better the game prepared.
1: Has like, the the damage was done at the at the start of the season. He didn't figure his team out. Mm. he kept on changing his team and that's it so he's going to he's just he's suffering for what happened at the beginning of the season mm. like I cannot because first of all I said that City won't come top 4 I said Arsenal won't come top 4 I said Liverpool won't come, come top 4 I already told Chelsea. you
0: Arsenal aren't coming top 4
1: <laughs> Which, yeah but they right man come you know. on man this dude has been managing these guys for 20 something years and they've never <laughs> fallen in the top 4 what does that tell you come
0: on when was the last time he won the league though <laughs>
1: <laughs> so, man, top four? Is there is the divine right? Ah, we'll see.
0: I mean, if if they lose to Bournemouth tomorrow, and then United win their next game,
1: what's that? Whenever game? whenever top four is is under threat, Arsenal going to overdrive.
0: No, no. Do, do, do you know what it is? They, they start off with title ambitions, then fall on their face around November, December, January, and then it's clear that they won't win the league. <laughs> and then and then no, and then they play without pressure for the last yeah. two, four months. And it and when they don't play without pressure, that secures they get enough points for top four.
1: Or or if top four is under threat, they just go into a hyperdrive and they just win like nine, eight games in a row and the other teams that are trying to catch them can't, can't do the same. Mm. So they will always get top four man, just I don't don't take... even bother like discussing it. Top four are uh, now so that's, that's that's happening. It's like, you know. Yo, could you imagine if they don't get top four? Just Fun awesome just... TV will experience their highest <laughs> pounds of all time. So
0: he'll get like, like 10 I million views in a day. My...
1: <laughs> so basically, I hope they don't get top four for my own selfish entertainment, but it's not it's like it's just not gonna happen. So. all right,
0: so let me check if there are any more questions that we need to answer. Um nope, we did them all. So got anything left that you want to talk about or are we gonna get uh, out of here?
1: I is done, man. I need to fly like a kite. Like an eagle? Well um, like 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 a, like a golden phoenix.
0: Yeah, I think we're done. Uh shout out to everybody who listens to the podcast.
1: Um, like, share, rate, subscribe. Guys, thank you for watching Talking Tactics. We all know that this is the best thing out there. Follow us on SoundCloud, follow us on um, the itunes store like the video share it on twitter share it on facebook leave whatever comments you want you remember you can leave comments on soundcloud as well you know um what video are you talking out. about Yeah.
0: what <laughs> what video are you talking about
1: what, what do you mean by what's sort the of video
0: <laughs> you said like the video
1: something oh something. yeah okay sorry like the freaking audio look same thing <laughs> audio video is same same damn thing you can follow me at have hope hot you can follow daniel telek as daniel telek and follow Talking Tactics, our Talking Tactics, leave any questions or any kind of thing you want us to talk about. And, yeah, man, that's our thing, man. That's our thing, baby. Carl should be back next week.
0: You can follow him. Yes, at, sir. Uh, man 616 I don't know. Why does he just use – he's another person with all these numbers. In his, is Carl Anchor gone? We need to talk about this. Anyway, um, yeah. Talking Tactics talk Podcast, sometimes funny, sometimes serious. Always
1: food for
0: hola See next week There's please
1: There's yeah. yeah.
0: yeah. Sports Social Podcast Network